What's that thing? The young man looked horrified. That's Winky. How dare he call my darling cat a thing? Sure, Winky had only one eye, and looked as though he'd just walked off the set of a slasher movie, but deep down, underneath all that fur and latent aggression, he was sweet and adorable. At least, that's what the woman at the cat rehoming centre had told me. Gullible? Who, me? Winky jumped onto my desk, and immediately the young man pushed his chair back. He probably thought he'd be safe at that distance, but he hadn't seen how far Winky could jump. Get down! I tried to push Winky off the desk, but he managed to avoid my arm. His meowing grew louder as he walked around in circles, directing his attention first at me and then at the young man. Sorry about this. I forced a smile and pressed the intercom. Mrs. V? Hello? Mrs. V's voice crackled through. Mrs. V, can you come? Hello? Mrs. V was my PA slash receptionist. At least, that was her official job title, but in reality she was more knitter in residence. She spent most of her time churning out scarves. Lots of them. She was also a little deaf. Excuse me for a moment. I got up and made my way to the outer office. Mrs. V, I thought I heard you on the intercom, she said. Her finger was still pressed on the talk button. Would you come and take Winky? I think he needs feeding. You know I hate that cat. That was the understatement of the decade. Mrs. V and Winky did not see eye to eye, and that had nothing to do with his deficiency in the ocular department. She wasn't really a cat person. Please, I pleaded. Got to let her know who's boss. Just until I finished with this client. What about my yarn? You know what that cat's like. The large mail sack, which was wedged between two filing cabinets, was full to bursting with balls of wool of every colour and type known to man. Some people collect stamps. Some people collect coins. Mrs. V collected yarn. It was a compulsion. She couldn't help herself. Wherever she went, she had to buy more. Winky would have had a field day in that sack. He'd ransacked it once before, and on that occasion I'd only just managed to convince Mrs. V not to toss him out of the window. I'll move the sack into the corridor, I offered. Someone might steal my yarn if you put it out there, she protested. Her concern was no doubt fuelled by the high number of yarn thefts in the area. It'll be safe, I promise. Oh, all right then. She didn't sound convinced. But I don't understand why you can't take that stupid cat home with you. He makes the office smell. I'd no intention of taking Winky back to my flat. It was the one place I had any peace and quiet. And besides, I didn't want a one-eyed cat wrecking my love life. Not that I had one. But I lived in hope. Mrs. V walked over to my desk, smiled at the young man, and then grabbed Winky by the scruff of the neck, like a mother cat lifting its young. Except that Winky didn't think of Mrs. V as his mother. They were sworn enemies. Winky thrashed about, meowing and spitting at her. Sorry about that, I said, once the room was clear of both cat and mad knitting lady.
What happened to its eye? the young man asked. I don't know. It was already like that when I got him from the cat rehoming centre. I felt sorry for him because he looked so sad. It turned out that Psycho looked an awful lot like sad.